on Hard Facts. I don't just bring you the news, I bring you the newsmakers. Consul General of the U.S. Consul General in Lagos, giving her first ever interview in Nigeria. Claire Pierangelo. They come to me because they know Lagos is listening. I love the way you engage Nigeria, especially with this who are called to Nigeria. They feel they are more Nigerian than you are. We talk to the newsmakers. The special assistant to the president on digital and new media, Tolu Ogunasi. Frank Mba has just walked into the studio. Yawande Sadiku. Yawande is the executive secretary of NIPC, the Nigeria Investment Promotion Council. The senior special assistant to President Muhammad Buhari on public affairs, Mr. Ajuri Ngelali. We talked to captains of industry. She's the founder and CEO of Tomato Joss, one of Nigeria's biggest agro-industrial businesses. Her name is Mira Meta. He's been selected for Forbes 30 under 30. His name is Inyolua Aboyeji. We talked to the experts. He's the chief economist at Business Day. He's a big friend of the show. He's the head of the Department of Molecular Biology and Biotechnology at the Nigerian Institute of Medical Research, NIMR. Dr. Bamidele Walofo. And we talk to you. I found Mr. Usman through hard facts. He's a listener. He sent us a WhatsApp message when we were talking about the scanners at the port. Give me your afternoon and I'll give you the answers. Shaku Maku, everyone. It's a Bright afternoon in the city of Lagos. I guess also bright in the federal capital territory, Abuja. We're at Eagle Square. The All Progressives Congress is um, having its national, its presidential primary convention. And um, we'll hook up with our correspondent, our crew we have there, who will be updating us that. Uh, but I'm sure you have the background, the siren, where um, the sound of the siren, uh, which lets us know that we have with us also two for an update for what happened uh, on Sunday in Owo, in Ondo State. Uh, the spokesperson for the uh, the spokesperson for the Ondo State Police Command, uh, Ibukun. We have with us um, Ibukun, uh, Ibukun, who joins us, uh, Odulami, who joins us straight away. So, what we're going to do, uh, because I know she's on transit to Owo, and we've tried to get her, um, uh, we thought it would be fantastic to just have her straight ahead uh, to give us an update, and we'll get into the other matter for today. Hello. Great, great to have you join us on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm sorry, you made me to speak up on your side. I can't hear you. Okay, can you hear me clearly now? Great to have you join us on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Okay, please continue. Great. Uh, can, can you t- can you kindly tell us? I mean, it's um, uh, 48 hours um, after this incident happened in Owo, this terror incident. Uh, would like to have an idea of how Owo is right now. Okay, right now. Right now, Owo. Sorry. Can I drive? Yeah, go ahead, please. Go ahead. Yes, right now, Owo is calm. Um, the, we have the Deputy Inspector General of Police, who is in charge of Southwest and in charge of um, the Fox 9 Investigation Department on ground. He is here to represent the IDP. And of course, he's going straight to the scene of crime to do things for himself. We also have the IDP special force team, intelligence response team on ground too, all to make the investigation so fast. Right, right. And, and, I, and I'm sure that now that this has happened, I mean, always a, it's a very quiet town. This whole incident uh, shocked the entire community. How, how are the people uh, getting on? How are they, how are they being able to um, 
get on with their lives. A lot of people are still scared, I understand, uh, over what happened on Sunday. Yes, like uh, like I said, our way camp it actually came as a shock, but we've been able to reduce the tension. We've been able to talk to people that everyone can hear about their lawful duty. It's unfortunate we had that kind of situation in, in those days because this state that was one of the most peaceful states. And it's very important that everywhere you come, I love that people are supposed to be at the same time. The problem is of the state. Absolutely, I got that last part. Well, I understand because of uh, you, you on trans. You said uh, what? Yes, I understand the point that that everyone who was directly involved or indirectly involved in this terror incident uh, should be brought to justice. Um, help us understand too the, the the people who are in the hospitals receiving uh, treatment. Um, do we have an idea how the recovery is going on for them? Uh, how many how many people still left at the Federal Medical Center in Owo and other private hospitals in, uh, around Owo? Yes, even as of yesterday, we visited um, the injured victims in the hospital. They are recuperating. They are okay. And I think for now they are fine. Oh, okay, okay. Then, then something uh, about the crime scene. Um, as, uh, as CSP, um, the people are concerned that the crime scene. A lot of people have been going there, and the area hasn't been cordoned off. Um, and the concerns that um, this uh, could um, uh, compromise the investigations. Um, any idea why why it wasn't cordoned off after the the incident? I think that was said that people are saying what? Yeah, people visiting the crime scene. People visiting the crime okay. scene. Yes, and uh, we, we thought that it should have been cordoned off so that people won't have access to it so that investigators will have a crime scene which has not been tampered with. Well, the concert of people, aside from the police, police area, the court respondents that went there was actually on the rescue mission to take the victims out. Mm. Ever since then, it has been cordoned, save for when VIP came around yesterday and wanted to go in there because... Even uh, EOD, the anti-bomb squad that uh, went there, after seeing the place, saw three on detonated IEDs. Mm. So, imagine if the place wasn't cordoned off. Anybody could have stepped on it. So, I actually, I think that the place was cordoned off. So, that's what we had to because the first day, you know, a lot of people have to come in to evacuate the building. That was like a lot of people had access all right. Um, uh, in, in case you're just joining us, um, we're on to uh, Ibuko Dunlami, who is um, the spokesperson for the Ondo State Police Command. And um, you can hear from the background, she's on her way to Owo, where um, uh, the Inspector General's team also there, which is leading investigation, uh, has... And we'll be we'll be briefing them also too. Before we let you go, because we know that um, it's a very busy time for you also. Um, we, yesterday we put out the number also for people to. Oh dear, but we'll try and get back to her. But I'm sure you could hear from the background lots of um, noise as she's um, moving from um, the state capital to um, Owo, where um, that incident happened uh, more than 48 hours now, where uh, scores of uh, uh, um, Several people uh, lost their lives, and like, like, she, like you had, uh, many of them are still in hospital and uh, are making recovery.
All right, we'll get back. Uh, we'll get back uh, soon and see if we can reconnect. Um, if we can reconnect with. Um, if we can reconnect with uh, Ibuko uh, Odulami so that um, she can give us some more insight into all that's happened. But now we have a timeline of what happened and we also understand uh, some of the things that happened during that attack that uh, went on at St. Francis Catholic Church, uh, Owalua Street, in our local government area. And um, yesterday during... Um, Yesterday during um, the newsroom, which is a, 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 pro, a program done by uh, the news department, we had the opportunity to have an exclusive interview with a survivor of the incident. And um, I see that we are reconnecting uh, again with um, uh, CSP uh, Ibuko Dulami. So we'll just wrap up with her then. And those of you who missed that interview on the newsroom, We'll play an excerpt of um, the eyewitness account, but let's get back um, to uh, CSP or CSP uh, or the lobby. All right, CSP, uh, we, we lost connection with you uh, briefly, but um, I know it's very yeah, I know, I know it's very busy for you as you're heading um, um, to um, the crime scene. But I said yesterday we 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 reeled out the number for people to um, assist the Ondo State Police Command if they had any tip or any information. How, how is the public assisting with information uh, over this incident? Um, when it comes to assisting uh, the police over this issue, we will want to be news about that. It's not everything that is actually meant for public consumption for now. Until we get to the root of the whole situation. Yeah. After investigation has been um, fully conducted, perpetrators are and we can come back and give some of the details of what really happened. Yeah. But right. Because if the public is helping us, it is not safe for us to even talk about it no. or give information about them. Yeah. No, we just wanted to have an overview. What sort of what sort of information would you want the public to provide for you? Because uh, we shared the numbers also too. So all necessary and relevant information is what we want from the public. Finally, finally, uh, for those who are for those who are wounded in the hospital. Um, do, is there is there need for any assistance? What sort of assistance would you require from the public um, in is providing that for those who are wounded? Yes, in the hospitals. Yes. Please, you may need to ask your question again. Yeah, for those in the hospital, what, what sort of yes. assistance is required for them? Uh, are there medical supplies um, available for them? The wounded in the hospital. So far, so good that I've been there. I think. Um, they are well taken care of and of course people have been very very magnanimous because a lot of people have donated blood for them mm. and we saw some of the VIPs that came around also donated some cash to aid um, their medical treatment. Right, right. All right, we're going to have to leave it at that and get back to you later on, uh, maybe during the week to get some of them. But thank you very much, uh, CSP Bukua Dulami, uh, spokesperson of the State Police SP. Command. SP, oh, SP, thank you very much. Thank you. All right, uh, there you've had a uh, spokesperson for the Ondo State Police Command, uh, Ibuko Dulami, and giving us some update into what has happened so far. Uh, investigations are still ongoing. Uh, you hear that some of the people in the hospital have made uh, recovery. Uh, they say they are determined to get those who are directly or indirectly involved in this terror incident that happened at the St. Francis Catholic Church 
and um, also asked ask her about the cordon. Uh, she said that uh, it was cordoned off, um, which is why they were able to uh, find uh, three um, IEDs. IEDs are uh, improvised explosive devices. Uh, those devices were, were recovered from the site. Thankfully, they weren't exploded. And um, but on for, but then she said the VIPs were uh, given access to the place. You know, so. Uh, the number on WhatsApp, 0809-597-5805 is the number for you to send messages on. 0809-597-5805. Any reactions to what uh, happened at, in Owo on Sunday? Uh, we're just getting updates into what happened. And uh, together with the police and everyone, we also um, demand that justice be served in this and everyone directly involved be made to face the full wrath of the law. So I was talking earlier on about an interview we had with a, with a survivor, uh, Miss uh, Nodim, Nodim, who was um, interviewed yesterday on the newsroom. So I'm going to I'm going to play that interview for those of you who did not have the opportunity to listen to that chilling account of how uh, she survived, and then we can come back and talk some more. those doors one of the doors so when they said everybody go down i was already in the space there is a space that is left when a roll is finished there is a space left mm-hmm. i was already lying down there i wasn't hurt i wasn't hurt it was those people that were covering me all the four people that were covering me was hot they were shot dead yes because the last person that was on top of me the first person that was on top of me was the person's blood that was the person's blood that soaked my clothes mm-hmm. i was holding the person's I don't know. I was holding the person's clothes. So when the bullet hit the person, I knew because that was immediately when blood started flowing to my clothes and I was on the ground. And they were there when they were gone. My mom hit and the bullet crashed her head. So she stood up and there was a man that stood up. He started waking people that if you are alive, stand up. If you are alive, stand up. So I was trying to navigate myself from under those four people, but I couldn't. That was when my mom stood up and drew me out of them. Hmm. Horrendous story. Uh, that's how her mom pulled her out. Um, this entire incident she relayed happened um, between, let's say, 30, 45 minutes to imagine uh, this has happened. We've asked the police uh, why it took them so long uh, to react, but I'm sure the Inquisition will begin right after uh, this whole thing has begun to. But we, we need uh, to be able to learn quick lessons and lessons very quickly, like we've insisted uh, throughout uh, when this incident played out. So that's one story we're working on and would love to get your reactions to. Uh, next, I'm going to go to Abuja because I see that um, I see that Abayomi Akimbola is already on standby. Um, hello, Abayomi. Abayomi joins us from the FCT, uh, Federal Capital Territory, and uh, is a crew is covering the um, All Progressives Congress and Presidential Primary. Abayomi. Abayomi, are you there? All right. Um, I'm, I'm sure. Hello, Abayomi. All right. I'm sure you heard of the background uh, accreditation. So it's the drama playing out there. As at um, uh, noon, many of the journalists who were meant to cover this event have yet to be be, be accredited. 
I was listening to the chairman of the convention committee, the governor of um, uh, Imo State, uh, Hopu Zodima, saying that about 70% of the delegates. So the accreditation and everything is going on at a separate venue. Once they are done, they then move to the Eagle Square, which is the venue of today's uh, event. At 5 o'clock, we're going to focus uh, a lot on the uh, proceedings of the convention. I've quickly gone to have a look at the um, the schedule of events. And um, interestingly, this drama uh, ought to have started from 10 a.m. But I'm um, looking at what we have there and I am not too sure they will keep to time because by now, according to their uh, schedule of events, and I'm watching the screens, I see that uh, the, the president even was supposed to have arrived at about this time and some of those speeches should have begun but we'll keep our fingers crossed and then see how uh, okay there you go i've got my schedule i'm not a delegate but i have an invitation a press invitation for this event so um the event ought to have begun at 10 a.m which was to do with the arrival and accreditation of delegates so it's uh, 21 minutes past three according to the schedule of events for the APC primary. At this time, we should have had President uh, Buhari, uh, also have had the Vice President, we should have had the Senate President and the Speaker of the House of Representatives all arrive, but <laughs> I don't see any of those uh, people around yet. And then uh, between 4.45 and 5.45, which you're going to have um, discussions, there will be speeches from the presidential aspirants uh, for the contest. There's been a story about shortlisting of candidate of aspirants for the candidates. So many theories being put out there. But as we speak, there is nothing to show that there will only be five aspirants on the ballot. As that yesterday, uh, after all of those meetings, um, it was said that you would have all of the 21 aspirants uh, in the ballot. So, but still, they say an hour is a very, very short time in politics. Many things could happen. There could still be deals and horse trade and all of that would happen, and those numbers could be trimmed uh, dramatically. 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm going to take some messages, and uh, if, if Abami does connect with us um, before the break, we'll take him after the break. He can give us some update on the uh, crucial all progressives congress presidential primaries happening at the eagle square who will uh, be the flag bearer for the ruling party uh, i was squeezing at least one call also 202 the number to call 0700 993 there are two discussions two topics we have right now on the desk uh, just like yesterday today we are taking updates and we have spoken a short while ago uh, with the spokesperson for the Ondo State Police Command. Uh, Female-only line 01465-7190. Why were VIPs granted access to the crime scene when they are not security scientists? This might undermine scientific evidences. Uh, I guess you mean uh, examinations being conducted. Not right. Uh, Akban Silas from Magodo Estate. It's the point we made also too. Uh, you cordon off the place to the everyday people, but the, the uh, spokesperson said when the VIPs came, they allowed them to go in. 
And I'm sure you saw all the footage of people going. It wasn't just the VIPs. They had their security details. They had cameramen. I mean, all this should have known a lot better. So let's go to the phone lines. We'll take um, one call before we go on the break. Hello. All right, uh, let's try another one. Uh, this one is... This one isn't going through. And uh, let's see if we can have anyone join in. Hello and good evening. Or good afternoon instead. Hello. Good afternoon. Great to have you join us. What's your name, please, and where are you calling from? My name is Dambaba. All right, Dam- from the island. All right, Dambaba, go ahead very quickly. Yes. Um, it seems APC have tried all they can mm. to go with consensus candidates. It did not work. Yeah. I will advise them to do it like that. Whoever emerges, mm. they also should support him. Mm. It mm. is better for them to have, uh, you know, a, what they call a true democracy. Right. And, you know, having some people who are aggressive about whatever to be the outcome of the primary. Right. Don't forget that after this one, some people might go to court. Mm. So if you don't want them to be like direct primary, why do you sell a ticket? Mm. Almost how many people? Yeah, so it will be difficult for them to manipulate some people as it is now. And right. Buhari did not put any effort at all to unite the candidate and push for the southern candidate before now. Mm. Mm. It has been up and down, traveling everywhere. All Instead right. of it to fix his party, I do look at what. And what is going on, Dambaba? Uh, thank you very much from Victoria Island. And um, consensus, I thought eventually it turned out to be a one census <laughs> with Ahmed Lawan. Let's go on a quick break. When we come back, um, the big three on 99.3 Nigeria Info's Hat Facts will continue. Please stay with us. Welcome back to your number one talk news and sports station. The Big Three. The Big Three. On Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info. Right. Welcome back. Uh, 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Aroko Obo and Shaku Maku to every one of you. It's uh, 29 minutes to four. And uh, we're taking in calls for two of the stories. A third story, which will be talked about during um, Community U Report. Uh, between uh, four and five is uh, about the the crisis that happened earlier on the day at um, Diaraba, where you had a clash between Okada riders and a task force as they sought to enforce uh, a restriction order. And uh, the clash led to uh, burn fires, uh, traffic uh, tailback stretching for several uh, kilometers on the mainland. Uh, majorly around the Suleri area. And uh, Chukud is working on that story and uh, he'll give you update, uh, updates on that. I'm sure many of you have been affected by this uh, whole incident. Um, would want to talk about it and see how uh, we can work with the state authorities uh, to make sure that um, we don't have to suffer every time the task force is trying to enforce uh, the law. And this time at the Diaraba, we had, they had to uh, deploy soldiers to push back against the youths who were clashing with the uh, with the, um, the task force operators. I mean, really ugly scenes I've seen and our, our crew uh, reports to us. 
And uh, earlier on, we'd spoken with uh, Ibuko Dulami, who is um, the spokesperson for the Ondo State Police Commander, who's on our, who was on our way to a war where a lot of, has been very fluid following the terror attack that happened on um, Sunday at the St. Francis Church, Catholic Church in Owo. And um, she, she said a number of things uh, which um, we talked about, about uh, the people who have been injured in hospital. They still don't have a, 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 a toll. I wonder why it's so difficult, but they haven't provided us with the numbers of those who uh, died or were wounded in this um, incident. Then uh, the big other big, big story here is with the APC's convention in a presidential primary happening as we speak at the Eagle Square. It's been uh, dramatic, even as we speak, uh, a lot of drama still going on. The president, the vice president, all of the leadership of um, the APC at the national level should be at the Eagle Square as we speak, but they, they, we don't even have the delegates yet in the venue, so they're not going according to the church, but... This is a drama that has played out for several weeks and um, to, expa- to expect a process to happen without all the drama on this action-packed uh, series. I said earlier on, it is one for the neutrals to watch with a, with a cup of soda and guguru and ekba and sit down in the front row and laugh about all that is happening. But for those who are directly involved, uh, the aspirant is nail-biting moments for them. Anxiety, meeting after meeting, and, um, I mean, everything you can think of has happened in the run-up uh, to the APC's uh, presidential primary. It makes you wonder uh, just how they can come out of this on skid. So, back to the phone lines, 0700-993-993-993. Uh, the female-only line, 01465, and then uh, 7190. Again, 01465, 7190. On WhatsApp, it's... Um, on WhatsApp, it's... Um, Oh, again on WhatsApp it's 0809-597-5805 again 0809-597-5805 while I was pausing someone sent me a, a video on WhatsApp about um, uh, the Idiaraba incident he said whether I can confirm this and yes it's true it's, it actually happened but whether it's still going on now is what I cannot tell I've been in the studio for some time but before I stepped into the studio at about 3 the soldiers had actually pushed back the youth so the, the video you're sending to me, uh, which has uh, those rallies in, those, those streets have been emptied uh, because the military have pushed back uh, the rampaging youths. Um, Stephen Ijalikin says, uh, says uh, now, wow, APC is obviously said to give us a consensus or confusion candidate in their so-called convention. Whatever the case turns out to be, Nigerians can be rest assured that we have in the last seven years uh, will be a child's play if their confusion slash consensus candidate becomes our president. It'll be official that a government of condolence is officially installed, been installed in Nigeria. My people, my fear for this country is beyond uh, description. Steve uh, from Ijaniki. Uh, then uh, Tony Anele says, um, mm, uh, it's a good show. Uh, chaos may be brewing if all aspirants are not given level playing ground to justify spending among us, 100 million naira for nomination from ETC. Politicians like creating major problems in the case, in the cost of solving a smaller one. With all of this uh, scheme, cons- contestants with better credibility and pedigree will give way for Bola uh, Tinubu, Tony Anele from Ijagemo. Uh, yes, uh, well, he speaks like a political juggernaut, uh, Tony. Let's get back to the phone lines. Hello and good afternoon. Yes. Good afternoon. Great to have you join us. Good afternoon, yes. What's uh, your name, please, and where are you calling from? Oh, my name is Bayo. 
Baba Bayo, I can hear your child in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so I, I just want to comment on that um, Okada uh, forming resistance and all that. Mm, I mean, for what you just got, you see, like, I mean, uh, these, these guys, of course, they have to resist. I mean, they have to resist the military, I mean, sorry, the police and all that. Mm. But what happened when the military came around, you know, everybody mm. just mellowed down and things like that. I think mm. we need this kind of uh, what was it called? Governance now than ever before. <laughs> then we just go and put a reset. You know, yeah, but, we just need a reset but, into but, the but, system. But, you know, the... but, but Bayo, you know it's abnormal. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, you see, to have, the, to to have, the, to have the military. I used to tell people yeah. that democracy works in other crimes. Mm. does not mean that it, 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 it is working. I mean, we just don't need to deceive ourselves. Mm. We're not saying that this guy should stay for, for, for a while. I mean, for long. <laughs> but they just need to come around. Let them, Nigeria need a reset. As, <laughs> as far as we are concerned now, we need a reset. The same thing happened in, Ghana, in Guinea. The same thing happened in Mali, Burkina Faso. What happened? They are even happy. They yeah. have to beg the military to release their president. Where the president of Guinea the last time? Yeah. After having spent like three, four months in prison. So what are we talking about? The law is enough for this madness, this soullessness. Can you imagine? All, all they right. set a law. Some people are forming resistance. For yeah. what? All right, so thank you very much, Bayo. But like we found out, I'm sure we, we're old enough to know that that uh, excuse when we say, let them come around for a while. They never go. Even in Mali and Guinea, you see them complaining. Sudan is a very, very uh, fine fine memory of what when uh, the welcomers overstayed, um, you know, it, it's overstayed, it's welcome. It's a, it's a fine case where you see in Sudan and many of these African countries. I believe that democracy is an exercise that must be used by all the parts. And we, the electorate, have a huge role to play in building and shaping the, the democratic experience. There are many African countries that are having it uh, well. Like, go to Ghana, you see that they've been able to uh, harness a great democracy, go to Senegal, go to many West African countries, even small Sierra Leone and uh, Liberia. Okay, so um, some more messages on WhatsApp here. Triple uh, A from Ojo says, um, good afternoon. The whole of what incident, that what happened in Orwe, Nondo State is very sad. However, the whole security apparatus in charge should work seriously to unearth what happened. Looking at what happened, I suspect um, Nate has been involved. It's a, it's a mouse in the house that will show the one outside the way uh, to come in. Hmm. Great point. Uh, of course, the problem we have inside us uh, to be able to know their way uh, through. It's usually how crime happens. Someone is calling, writing from Festac, O'Hara. Ever saw the movie Gone with the Wind? Scarlet O'Hara. My name, uh, you said you have, you, that you don't have a toll. Uh, on the incident in all but you had a chance to ask the the spokesperson but you didn't well i asked her before she came on air and she said she did not have the toll i also asked her yesterday she also did not have a toll but uh, thanks for pointing that out too but uh, they still don't have a toll we just have estimates you know uh, but she said they'll uh, next time i call her she probably she will have and i said please do have because it's quite embarrassing that we have to keep asking what the toll is and uh, we keep hearing that i don't we don't have it yet all right let's get back to the phone lines hello and good afternoon hello great to have you join us what's your name please and where you calling from my name is robert Robert, great to have you. Please go ahead. Robert, Robert. Robert. Yeah, Robert, go ahead. Uh -huh. 
Uh, you see, our, it is our time, our men of God, the Muslim or Christian men, mm. they protect people in their churches or mosques. What mm. I'm talking about is access control. Mm. Uh, we know God is the ultimate uh, protector, but security-wise, mm. measures should be put in place as in who is coming in, mm. who is going out, mm. and what are you coming in with, like uh, as in to check people. Mm. You don't just build the church and uh, there's no means to check anybody is wrong. Mm. Mm. You understand? Mm. Mm. So I just want them to. But as secondly, yeah. when something happens, mm. I expect the police to be professional. Yeah. Like in a crime scene, you don't just allow people yeah. to into the place to tamper with uh, uh, evidence. evidence. Mm. So you need to protect the place so that people will not go there. But what I saw on mm. the video, I saw people going there with cameras and mm. different things. Mm. It's all professional. Mm. I'm talking about the police now in other states. All yeah. these things, I pray God will give the people that this thing happened to the fortitude to bear the loss. Thank you, sir. You're very correct. Thank you very much, and um, uh, uh, Robert. And it's a great point. I, I, would, I do hope we, we learn lessons from this. Um, if you listen to the spokesperson, she said, um, they found three unexploded bombs in that place. And I'm thinking, you know, when this incident happened, you had people run into the crime scene right after the, the you know, where we had all those videos. If anyone had made any mistake to go around where you had those IEDs before uh, the bomb disposal squad arrived, it could have been more carnage because the, the police did not arrive immediately. It took them some time before they arrived and it took them more time before the bomb disposal unit arrived. So uh, please, when you hear of any of these things, stay away. Stay away. If you're not a first responder, and the first responders have been specially trained for this, you stay away from those sort of places. Don't go there with your cameras and go videoing stuff that you have no business. I ask myself oftentimes, what are you videoing those things for? I remember the plane crash that happened in 2012, the Dana crash. I saw crowds of people troop to that place. And I kept asking myself, what are they doing in that place? People taking selfies because in front of a, in front, in front of a crashed plane. And I've seen this play out over and over again in crime scenes I've gone uh, to cover. And I, I, I often wonder what is this fetish we have with gore and all of these sort of things. This is to show your friends that you have uh, mutilated dead bodies on your phone. We need a, we need a reset. I, I didn't know the caller who talked about that, but we need a complete reset in how we respond to emergency situations. So let's get back to the phone lines and hear what you have to say. Uh, three big stories Hello, today. Afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Yeah, this Friday from Igbele. Yeah, Friday. Great to have you join us. Please go ahead. Yeah. Oh, oh, I want to ask a question. Oh, right. oh, when you go to uh, Wall Street, yeah. Lead it to a dosage, some part of a dosage. You see 30 points every two, two minutes. Mm. Every two, two minutes drive, you see 30 points. Yeah. And all these police 30 points and army points. What are they doing on the road? Mm. The, the only thing they do is that when they see a truck carrying yam and planting, yeah. they collect planting, they collect yam, they collect motor for motoring. Mm. But they cannot even arrest a single person. We don't even know as of now, more than 50, 50 hours after the incident. How many people went to that church to attack that church? How many people were killed? Mm. How many people are being wounded? We don't even know. Mm. We don't even know if it, Can one person carry out such an attack? No. no. How many people that took out? If they use a bike, they use motor, they use private jets? Mm. We don't know yet. Mm. 
authority cannot even tell on anything. Yeah, but, but, yeah, so, so Friday, the, the, great, the great thing we, we, we learned from this incident is from the Inspector General of Police statement, we see the timeline being that they uh, stole a vehicle from, uh, from a resident of Owo. And that guy, the, the person whose vehicle was stolen, made a report to the police. That's how we now know uh, the vehicle type. Uh, which is a Sony Nissan, and we know the vehicle plate number because the gentleman went to report to the police. But yes, uh, yeah, good, uh, you know, did, so, did the vehicle fly? No, of course, it drove, it drove past. Uh, you know, and, and, yeah, and, and another point again, which is the point, uh, I think it was Dennis Amakwe, a former assistant, um, uh, a, a former assistant uh, a director for the DSS was saying, if, you, if we had a one-month notice that uh, recreational centers, religious places of worship could be attacked, this was a month ago. Did we put up uh, 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 a security level alert? Five. After the first week where nothing happened, we dropped to four, three, two, one. But it still, like the point you make, it still would have meant that when this incident happened, all of those levels could have been accelerated and all of the policemen who had been drilled on, look, oh, we are expecting a terror incident anywhere in the country would have been activated immediately. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. And I understand that those are things that they are querying themselves about uh, oh, oh, on being able to respond. We just say that uh, in a very short time, another incident that is bigger than this will not happen. Then if you overshadow this one, all of us will just overlook this one and let it go like that. All right. Heaven forbid. I hope we learn our lessons and that uh, we don't. Let's get back to the uh, to WhatsApp and uh, get back to the phone line to take the final batch of calls on hard facts. Uh, the big three. Uh, big three stories from politics to an update to what's going on in Owa. And then this um, face-off between um, the task force uh, and Okada riders at um, uh, Okada riders uh, around uh, Idiaraba on the mainland. I'm not bothered about APC as a party. Uh, it's failed uh, Nigerians in the last seven years. I'm sure the party can only win elections if they field an angel of the next presidential election. Uh, he says he has a candidate. Uh, I won't mention your candidate. Oh. It's no time for campaign yet. Huh? Uh, Larry Bashir from K2. Thank you very much. Um, let's see this. Um, hello, sir. Please, how many gunmen went to the church? I'm asking because with the number of people shot, it appears uh, it looks like a string attack. Well, for, for now, now we know the vehicle which was taken uh, was abdo- uh, hijacked by at least four men, according to the um, eyewitness who is now working with the police um, whose vehicle was snatched. And uh, what's her name? The lady, the survivor who, who spoke with us seemed to suggest, well, what she told us is that she had explosions outside. She had gunshots outside, which they thought was knockout. And they were wondering whether it was festive, was, was Christmas again. And they had a second time. Before they realized what was going on, someone said, gunshot, gunshot. And they ran to shut the door. But by then it was too late because they had uh, the people who were, who were uh, detonating the IEDs outside the church um, moved into the church and began to fire in the church. So apparently, for what it looks like, all of the attackers came in this vehicle. Uh, so give or take, uh, the, investigate, the investigations will reveal for us later on whether there were more than four. But it seems to suggest from the IGP's report that uh, these four men who snatched this vehicle on Owo uh, were the ones who eventually found their way into uh, the church. So uh, I hope that answers your question. Um, get, let's get back to the phone lines. Um, Hello and good afternoon. Hello. Great to have you join us. What's your name, please, and where are you calling from? Hello? Yeah, hello, we can hear you. What's your name and where are you calling from? Okay, Jude, calling from Madagascar. All right, Jude, which, which of the stories would you want to comment okay, on? Yeah, um, yeah, it's about APC primaries of a thing. Please go ahead. Yeah, 
Uh, please, I just want to say something. I want to Mr. Etienne from Satellite can call and give us and give us update. That's in one hand. Mm. So another one, what happened in our right. I want the vision very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. I wish police would do a thorough job to see this people out. Mm. They, they should do that. So it's very bad. It's very, very bad. They are so Thank you very much. And um we we pray that those families are hearted will will find um you know healing as um, the days go by. Uh we take um I, we'll take one more call. Right. Hello and good afternoon. Hello and good afternoon. Right, uh, looks like uh, that one is absent. Hello and good afternoon. All right, uh, that's off too. Hello and good afternoon. Hello, Mr. Good evening. Uh, good evening. Uh, yeah, this is Ngozi calling from Aja. All right, Ngozi, great to have you join us. Please go ahead. Oh, thank you. Mm. My um, take is on the Owo incident. Right. I would at this point say that we don't have any security architecture in Nigeria. Mm. The Nigerian police, from time unknown has also already failed in their security when mm. it comes to securing life and property. Mm. When people complain about police collecting money from motorists on the way, mm. police, um, the IG never come out to do anything about it. Mm. When you have a security system that is compromised, mm. anything can happen. Very people true. are asking questions where were the police. Mm. These guys might have also passed the police and given them some tips. Mm. And there they go. Mm. Why would a security personnel be on the road collecting money from people? Mm. What kind of security job do you think that person can possibly execute? Big question. So we have a very big issue when it comes to security. Mm. And I think this is a high time for the federal government to bring up another security body, probably the state police. Mm. We need somehow to protect life. Enough of this killing. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, couldn't have been said better. How do you do your job as a security um, expert or professional if you collect money on the road? I mean, uh, it's uh, you're compromised already. So it's simply what what Ungozi is saying. And uh, we need to think about how to have uh, more our own police. You know, not their own police. Our own police to protect us is what we're asking for. That can react on time. 30 minutes is too long. Too long to react to terrorists. It's way too long. Not saying that we won't have still lost life, but the carnage won't have been as bad as it was in what you saw many of you uh, did see in those videos. But we're going to go on a, on a quick break. And these are this is rolling conversations that we found out. Um, and, uh, the idea is for us to really have it at the back of our minds that we need to take ownership. Ownership of our spaces, ownership of uh, the things that happen around us. Go on a quick break. When I come back, um, uh, Chukude Zugu is going to be in. Um, the Diaraba story, he'll give us an update on Many of you want to know what's happening and um, what's going on there. And I hope that um, uh, we can find uh, a common ground and see what we can do about this 
these clashes that are happening between the task forces and the OCA. I mean, we had a deal. We agreed that they have to go. So I don't understand why these uh, clashes are happening and um, uh, people think they are above the law. So we'll talk about that uh, after the break and after, rather after the business news. And at five, we have the whole progressives convention drama. Uh, Game of Thrones is going to happen here. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. <laughs> 